You are listening to the Brave AF podcast. This is the place where we talk about what it takes to live a bold, brave, and badass life, which of course is the mindset behind it all. You're in the right place if you want to give fewer fucks about what other people think, quit the procrastination, stop the people pleasing, and release your tight grip on perfection. I know a thing or two about all of it. (laughs) I am your host, certified life coach and rebel, Zena Jones. And I am on a mission to help women lead brave as fuck lives whilst also having their own backs. So my friend, let's fucking go. Hello, 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 my friends. Happy New Year. Happy January of 2023. I appreciate you might be listening to this in the future, (laughs) in July of like 2025. But (laughs) as of recording this, it is the 30th of December. And when you guys listen, it'll be the new year. So I want to wish you all a happy new year. And I also want to say a huge thank you and share a bit of a celebration with you all. So if you follow me on social media or if you're on my email list, you will have already heard that last week we reached 200,000 downloads of this podcast, the Brave AF podcast. And that was a huge goal that we had for this year, for 2022, and we reached it right at the end, right at the last minute, we made it. (laughs) So I just wanted to say a huge thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you who listens and who shares the love and the goodness that is in this podcast. So yeah, I just really want you to know that you are seen and appreciated and thank you. Okay, thank you so much. So if you are really loving this podcast, then please share it with a friend or shout it out on social media and tag me. I love it when you guys let me know how much you enjoy it and which episodes resonate and what your takeaways are. So you can tag me xena.jones.coach over on Instagram or Jones on Facebook. Love to hear from you. So the other thing I wanted to say before we dive into the self-doubt and second guessing is if you want to take everything that we are talking about here on the podcast and you want some help applying that to your life, then I invite you to join me for a free VIP strategy session. It sounds like a bit of you or if you're intrigued about what that is, hang on at the end of this episode today and I'm going to go into a bit more detail and I'll tell you all about what that is, who it's for, what you'll take away from that incredible hour together. Okay, so I want to start this episode by being real and telling you that there are a couple of big goals that I actually didn't hit this year. So although we started celebrating the 200,000 podcast downloads, and I tell you what, my friends, there was champagne. (laughs) It was properly celebrated. It was good time. But there have also been a couple of big goals that I have not hit this year. And there have been many failures and lessons throughout this year as well. One of those fails happened today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. I'm going to share it with you. So I decided very last minute, as in a couple of days before Christmas, to do a training. I decided I was going to host a training and I shared that in a pop-up Facebook group. And today 
when I went live to run that training, it was actually a workshop style that I was running. Nobody showed up. Not one single person. Right? Why? I know why. <laughs> I know exactly why. But this is perfect for today's episode because like I could have used this the fact that nobody showed up to this training I offered, I could use it as a reason to beat myself up. I could use it to second guess myself and my business and my mission and my teachings and my trainings and all the things I've created. I could doubt that I have what it takes. And does it suck that nobody showed up? Yes, <laughs> of course it does. Was I disappointed at the time? Yes, right? This is maybe, what are we, four and a half hours later. Yeah, I was, right? Could I have gone into hibernation, watched all of the Netflix and taken the rest of the day off? You know what? I probably could have. And in the past, trust me, my friends, I would have. <laughs> I would have canceled everything. <laughs> but I know exactly why nobody came, right? I know that this means nothing about me as a person, about my worth as a human, right? And I am learning more and more right now, or I'm learning more rather from nobody coming than had people have showed up. Like I was running this as a bit of an experiment. So I was going to evaluate it afterwards and really like learn, you know, does this workshop style idea work? <laughs> and that's not to say that it doesn't work, but the way I talked about it and the lack of promotion in talking about it obviously didn't work. So I'm learning so much more because nobody came. I'm actually learning some lessons that I was already starting to see emerge. Some things that I was starting to kind of question as things that I hadn't necessarily done that well. Some things I would want to change going into 2023 to, you know, help more people and create more of an impact and, you know, better results overall. So it really, really clearly helped me to see that. It did. <laughs> And these are things that are going to help me hugely as we go into 2023. So although it sucked, it was a fail. It's also a celebration because I learned so much. Okay. So this episode isn't about the fail, the fail that I've just shared with you, but it is an important story and a lesson that I wanted to share with you all because it definitely does relate to this episode today about second guessing and self-doubt. So your brain is wired to keep you safe. You've heard me say that before. Your brain wants you to stay the same because it sees change. It sees doing something different as unsafe. Okay. So imagine a world where you didn't have any doubt you'd likely do a lot of stupid shit. <laughs> I know I would. <laughs> but imagine walking up to a cliff's edge with water below you, thinking that it'd be really cool to jump from way up here into that water. It's a hot day. I want to swim. If you didn't have that doubt, you would just do it. Now that doubt is the part that goes, hmm, wait a minute. What if there are rocks down below? Or what if it's too shallow? Or hang on a sec, like there could be sharks. 
Or like, hang on a minute, could I die by doing this? Like that is that self-doubt coming in, being very, very useful, right? This is the one of the one of the ways that our brain keeps us alive. It second guesses our ideas, our decisions, and it then creates that feeling of self-doubt. Now, when it comes to things like going on a date or sharing your idea in a work meeting or launching your online business, this isn't life or death. But trust me, I know this. Your brain is going to behave like it is, (laughs) right? Now, let's be real for a minute. Sometimes your brain is a bit of an asshole, a well-meaning asshole. So when I was going on my first couple of dates after being single for 10 plus years, I had so much self-doubt. I really did. I was continuously second guessing my decision, my decision to date, my decision to, you know, meet up with this person or, you know, to go for a walk or to go to a bar or what to do or what to wear. Continuously second guessing everything. It was super uncomfortable, my friends. Honestly, it was not easy. But I made a very conscious and deliberate decision not to let my being terrified, and I was terrified, my being terrified, my self-doubt, and my second guessing be the reason I didn't see it through, right? I was more committed to the outcome I wanted than I was to the fear and the drama that I knew my brain was going to give me, right? And that's such a big part of this. I wasn't surprised. I knew it was going to happen, right? I knew my brain was going to do this. I knew it was going to do all the things to try and talk me out of it and keep me safely at home on the couch watching Netflix instead of going out on a date, which was scary and terrifying and hard and all the things. So, One of the things that I notice with my fellow perfectionists is that we sometimes use that feeling of self-doubt as a reason to shut it down and say that it's our intuition or like it's a sign or I don't feel confident or certain so perhaps I shouldn't do that. No, it is just your asshole brain doing its job. Okay, and here's where it gets really sticky is because So often what will happen is we try once and we fail. So for example, we go on that date expecting that we're going to find the person to spend the rest of our lives with or it's going to go really well and there'll be a second date and it's shit and it doesn't go to plan and it doesn't result in a second date. Then so often what happens is we say to ourselves, see, I told you so. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. That was a waste of time, right? You should have quit. You shouldn't do any more of this, right? I told you, I was doubting you, I was second guessing you, I was right, right? You suck, right? Followed by a bunch of beating ourselves up. So see what happens there is we use like that first attempt, like as information that we can't do this, that we shouldn't do this, that we suck, right? If you were to like take this in a different context and think about like learning to play the piano and the first time you play the piano, if you've never played it before, you're going to suck, right? And look, I played the piano when I was a kid, like, I don't know, age like seven to 10 or something like that. I played the piano. I was pretty good at it back then, but I'll tell you what, when I get on a keyboard now and the kids have some keyboards lying around, 
I suck. I can barely play Mary Had a Little Lamb (laughs) because I haven't done it for so long, right? But if I go to that keyboard and think I have to like nail it out the first time and it has to be really, really good because I'm a perfectionist and I need to get it right. And I use like, and it sucks, right? And I use that as a reason to quit, throw the keyboard in the cupboard and say, that's it. I'm never doing it again. Or I can't do this. I don't have what it takes. And I beat myself up. Then of course, I'm never going to see it through. I'm never going to get better, right? But instead... If my brain does all of its brain-like things and tells me, hey, you know, you're not very good at this or you should probably quit while you're ahead or, you know, I thought you would have been better. If my brain offers that kind of thing, I'm like, yeah, okay, my brain's doing what it does, right? Trying to avoid me learning something new, pushing myself outside of my comfort zone, right? My brain is being my brain. It's okay. So the goal here isn't to eliminate self-doubt. Right. As long as you have a human brain, it isn't going to happen. I'm sorry. (laughs) But the goal is to get really good at not making that self-doubt and the second guessing a problem. Right. Sometimes I will describe it to my clients like imagine you are wearing, um, you know, those really heavy backpacks that like when people go traveling on their OE overseas and they wear those really super heavy backpacks. like backpacks with all their clothes and their like sleeping bag and all this shit in it. What do you call that? Like a tramping pack. I can't remember. Backpack, whatever. But it's like a, it's like a really big one. But imagine that like you're like going on that date and you're wearing a really big backpack, except he can't see it, but you can feel it, right? Or she, they can't see it, whoever you're dating, right? And you've got this really big backpack on and it just feels really, really heavy. Like that's all of the emotions that you're carrying and all of the feelings and the second guessing and the doubt and the fear and all the things that you're carrying and the more you do it the lighter that backpack gets okay so it's like you're carrying a backpack full of rocks to start with but the more you take action right the more you keep showing up for yourself the lighter and lighter and lighter that backpack gets because you're teaching your brain yeah I know you're going to bring the self-doubt and I'm not going to listen or I'm not going to take action on it or I'm not going to indulge in it, right? I'm expecting it and I'm still going to do the thing. Yes, it's going to be scary and hard and I'm still going to do the thing, okay? Don't worry, I'm going to talk about a little more about how to do that. (laughs) So the more action that I take whilst feeling self-doubt, the more self-belief I create, That is why I have been able to grow my confidence so much over the past few years. Okay, now it is very simple to do. Simple, yes, but not necessarily easy. Okay, very simple though. I'm going to give you the two key strategies. But before I do that, I just want to kind of bring you back to that visual that, you know, you've got that backpack full of rocks and you're taking action and the further you get towards like let's let's give you the visual of climbing a mountain like I have a mountain in in mind it's not huge right like it's it's 30 minutes to the top hiking to the top of this mountain and you start at the bottom with your backpack full of rocks and you start and you're slow right and you're slow but the more you go the lighter and lighter it gets more and more rocks start to fall out or come out of the backpack And so the closer you get to the top, the more momentum you get, 
the easier it becomes to get to the end, to the finish line, right? And when you get there, you've built the skills and the strength and the ability and the muscle to do it again. Does that make sense? <laughs> I like visuals. I'm trying to give you you guys a visual. But I just really want to like point out as well that I experience self-doubt all the fucking time. Like on a daily maybe not daily, but at least regularly throughout the week, depending on what I'm doing and what I'm working on. I experience it regularly, right? As well as being afraid. Experience that shit all the time. <laughs> Is it comfortable? Not necessarily, right? But I'm getting more and more comfortable with it, okay? So, all right, I have totally digressed. Let me come back to the two key strategies here that I want to give you to take away. One, be more committed to the outcome you want than to the fear, the self-doubt, the questioning and all the drama your brain is going to bring up, okay? Be more committed to the outcome you want, knowing that your brain is going to do everything it can to talk you out of it and tell you why it's a terrible idea and you don't have what it takes, right? So if you were to think of like scales, you're tipping the scales, so that the commitment is 51% and all of the doubt and the drama and the fear and the second guessing can be 49, that's fine. But you need to have more commitment to the outcome you want than to the, all of the drama that's gonna come, okay? And I, drama might not be the best word, but it's just one that I'm so used to using <laughs> when I talk about my own brain, okay? Number two is to have your own back and decide how you will do that before taking action, okay? So here's what that might look like. If you were in a work meeting and you've got something that you would like to say, but you're kind of afraid, you're not sure about speaking up, how it will be received, you're kind of feeling a bit of doubt, right? You decide that you are more committed to being a person who speaks up and has her own back rather than staying quiet, right? That's your decision. Then you decide that no matter how well it's received, no matter what anybody says, you are going to be proud of yourself for saying something because you know it's not always easy to do. Therefore, you get to be proud of yourself because you damn well did it. And then you raise your hand and you use your voice. Okay. Another example, if you are tired of being alone and you want to find a partner to share life with, right? you decide that you will be more committed to getting the outcome you want to finding that person and sharing life together and to all of the growth that you're going to experience along the way. And you're more committed to figuring it out than you are to keeping your own excuses, right? Then you decide no matter what, no matter how many rejections, no, many, no matter how many shitty dates, how many time wasters, how many hell knows, you experience that you will have your own back. You will be proud of yourself for not quitting. You will keep going knowing it just gets easier and easier. And you will not beat yourself up when it gets tough. You will support yourself instead all the way to the finish line, right? So to bring these two strategies back to this training that I offered today, right, where nobody showed up, it was crickets, just me and my Zoom screen. <laughs> right, when I offered it to a small group of people and I chose not to out advertise it outside of the group, 
right? I didn't send it out to my email list, put it here on the podcast. I did none of that, right? Did I second guess and have doubt? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I started to think, what if nobody shows up, right? And that's exactly what happened. Nobody showed up, right? But I had decided ahead of time, look, if nobody shows up, if, you know, it, it doesn't go to plan, I'm still going to be really proud of the content and the fact that I chose to do this and created something different in a different way that I haven't done before. I'm going to learn from it either way. Like I had decided that way before I got on the Zoom screen to wait for the people to come. Right. And I tell you what, when nobody showed up, I took a selfie. (laughs) I did. I took a selfie of me and my empty Zoom screen. And I reminded myself, you know what? I'm really proud that I created this and I tried something different. Right. And this is such a magical learning opportunity for me. Right. Now, many people in my position might experience a mental beating right there. Right. You should have known better. Total fuck up. Like you should be embarrassed or whatever your flavor of mental beating is. And because I have got really good at having my own back and deciding ahead of time what that looks like and how I will treat myself no matter what, none of that shit happened today, right? And that's possible for you too, my friend, right? I actually got kind of excited. I got another fail under my belt, right? And when you get another fail, it means you're getting even closer to the outcome and the success that you are willing, you are working to create. So I invite you all to celebrate your fails just as much as you celebrate your success. Take the sting out of failing, put joy into it, and you will be way less afraid of doing that, the scary and hard things, right? It becomes much more playful, which ironically is my word for 2023, play. <laughs> So my friends, to recap, your brain is a well-meaning asshole that will offer you self-doubt and second-guessing frequently. It is wired that way. It is not going away. Okay. Number two, sell yourself so hard on the outcome you want and who you want to be that you become more committed to that than to any of the drama your brain offers up. Okay. And number three, have your own back. Decide ahead of time exactly how you will do that. Okay. This is a practice, my friends. The more you do it, the more your self-confidence grows and the easier it gets. Okay. So I am currently offering some free VIP strategy sessions, and I am offering that up to all of you, my incredible podcast listeners. So this is for you if you know you are made for more and you are ready to take action and make that shit happen. You are ready to start believing in yourself. You know it is time to put yourself first And you're ready to start doing what you've always said you would do. Okay. There is this awesome quote from Tony Robbins. You must decide right now if these difficult times are going to define you or if you are going to take control of your own fate. So during this hour together, you will get so much clarity 
on exactly what it is that you want, exactly what it's going to take to get it and exactly where to start. Okay, I will give you three specific things that you need to work on. And if we are a good fit, we will talk about how coaching with me could help you get there faster with more ease and a lot of fun. And whether or not we decide to work together, you will leave this call feeling so fucking glad you came, knowing exactly where you are going to take yourself in 2023. And it will be a life changing year. Okay. If this is for you, then visit my website, xenajones.com slash VIP, and you can claim your spot today. I can't wait to meet you. Here's to a fucking magical 2023. Huge, huge love, my friends. Take care. I'll see you soon. Hey friends, if you want to hang out, come find me on Instagram. I love playing over there and sharing lots of little gems. Xena.jones.coach is where you will find me. Remember, Xena is spelt with an X. Also, you can check out my website, xenajones.com. And if you would like to explore coaching and working with me one-to-one, then please do book in for a consult. I would love to chat with you.